The Joker by Scott Leopold, Chapter 30 I'm tired, Amanda. Tired of what, Jack? I'm tired of life. Why would you say that? My life is broken and I cannot fix it. That's not true, Jack. I'm done running. It sounds like you're giving up. No, I'm just letting go. Jack, life is hard. You can't just give up or let go because you're scared. Have you ever been abused, Amanda? Yes, I have. Amanda's voice trembled. I was sexually abused. Amanda had my attention, but she was silent. Is that the sadness I feel in you? That's the past, Jack. I choose to live in the present. Then why did you ask me to journal about my past? I'm trying to help you remember what happened so we can find the truth. You know living in the past, you know living in the present is just a way of hiding from your past, I said. I looked at Amanda in the eyes and continued, You're running, Amanda. Running from what? The truth. This isn't about me. This is about you. Someone murdered your family and we need to find out what happened. I pretended I didn't hear her. Why are you so afraid to confront your past? I asked. Jack, this conversation is not appropriate. Boundaries that exist for good reason are being crossed. You and I are the same, Amanda. I felt it the first time we met. Jack, please let me do my job. We are two lonely souls searching like puppies for some for the same toy, I replied. Amanda was silent. I continued. You know the things that happened to us were not our fault. Tell me what happened to your family, Amanda asked, now visibly frustrated. I ignored her question. We are victims of our reality. We become what the world perceives us to be, what society wants us to be, I said. I don't understand what you're saying, Jack. I'm tired of fighting, I replied. Jack, you're right. I am running, and so are you, but you're running out of places to go. I knew Amanda was right. My reality was terminal. Jack, I have crossed all the boundaries at this point. I feel a connection to you. I want to help you. I want you to help me, Amanda. Then let's confront your reality together. I want you to tell me the truth. I will protect you, I promise. I refuse to answer. When Amanda left, I thought about Brooke. I I tried to recall what happened. Journal entry. Right before Brooke filed for divorce, she became very distant towards me. When we were together, she wanted her space, which meant I was alone. Eventually, we were sleeping in different rooms. I felt like we were living separate lives. At first, I toughed it out for the kids. But then I suspected that maybe Brooke was having an affair. So I tried hacking into her Facebook account. Figuring out her password was easy. It was the name of our first dog, Bailey. She obsessed over the dog like a newborn baby. If we were out to dinner, it wouldn't be five minutes before she would worry about him. If he had enough food and water, if he was lonely, the whole ordeal would ruin the whole night. Once I was in her Facebook account, I saw lots of private messages from her sister Amy, 
then some from her friend Stacy. There was nothing suggesting an affair, just a lot of backhanded combat comments about me. After about an hour of surfing through her pictures, comments, and messages, I quit. Then a message popped up. It was from Tyler. Tyler, 10-25-2014, 11.45pm. Is everything okay? I haven't heard from you in a while. Tyler, you fucking asshole, I shouted at the top laptop. I checked if there were other messages. I saw a list of conversations that went on forever. It was so overwhelming, I didn't know where to start. The more I read, the more my heart filled with hate. Brooklyn, 10.49 p.m. I got on Tinder last week. Tyler, 10.50 p.m. What? Why? Brooklyn, 10.51 p.m. It's not bad. You should try it, smiley face. Tyler, 10.52 p.m. Have you been drinking again? Brooklyn, 10.53 p.m. Just a little, smiley face. Tyler, 10.54 p.m. You need to get off Tinder. Brooklyn, 10.55 p.m. Why do you care? Tyler, 10.56 p.m. Because you are my friend. Brooklyn, 10.59 p.m. I started thinking last night. This has always been a mostly one-sided friendship. I love you, but you are there when you need something. You are self-centered and self-serving. You rarely text just to ask, how are, how are you? How am I feeling? You say you are worried about others using me, but you are the one who uses me the most. You tell me not to cheat on Jack, but yet you fuck me. You are a fucking hypocrite. Tyler, 11.02 p.m. I never used you. I have always been up front with you, Brooke. Brooklyn, 11.03 p.m. You are the biggest mind fuck I ever met. Tyler, 11.04 p.m. You're drunk. I'm done talking about this. Brooklyn, 11.05 p.m. Fuck you. Brooklyn, 9.08 a.m. Tyler, I'm so sorry. I just saw our conversation from last night. I didn't mean what I said. I was drunk and hurt. Tyler, 9.10 a.m. Brooklyn, I'm sorry you were going through this stuff with Jack. I really am. I'm also very worried about you. Brooklyn, 9.11 a.m. I'm not in a good place right now. I need some help. Tyler, 9.13 a.m. Maybe you need to go on a mission trip. That's what I do when I need to rehabilitate my soul. Brooklyn, 9.14 a.m. Yes, we should go together. Tyler, 9.15 a.m. Let me investigate for you. Brooklyn, 9.17 a.m. Awesome. I don't want to lose you as my friend. Let's just forget about what happened between us last night, okay? Tyler, 9.18 a.m. Okay. Tyler, 10.20 a.m. I checked into mission trips, and the good ones are expensive. You don't want to go on a cheap one your first time. Brooklyn, 10.21 a.m. How much? Tyler, 10.22 a.m. The one to Africa is $7,000. Brooklyn, 10.23 a.m. Wow, that's expensive. Tyler, 10.25 a.m. It covers airfare, food, lodging, and materials to build homes. 
Most people raise the money through sponsors at their church. That's how I did it. Brooklyn, 1026 AM. I don't go to church, unhappy face. Tyler, 1027 AM. Maybe that's where you need to start, smiley face. Brooklyn, 1026, 2014 at 1128 PM. I officially filed for divorce. Tyler, 1129 PM. What? Brooklyn, 11.30 p.m. I need to see you. Tyler, 11.31 p.m. Okay, 